Ooh, ooh, big fish ish. Y'all know what it is. Once again, we're back with Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and this book. And I feel like I, I go through this a lot of times when I'm reading certain books, um, and and reading is really capable of taking us so many different places, unlocking so many different doors in our brains. Um, just in our lives, so many different opportunities, new perspectives to look at things, um, and they can give you the confidence that you need to kind of take that step forward into whatever venture uh, you've been thinking about, maybe considering, but just haven't had the courage to kind of just go out there and get it. And um, this book is definitely one of those books, like I said before in the last uh, review that I did on the first two chapters, it it kind of gave validation to a lot of the things that I was already seeing in my life. And it just has continued to do so as I read through. And I want to touch on chapter four. One of the things that they mentioned, um, chapter three was on faith, which was a real good one. And you'll understand as you read the book, how important faith is, as a component of, you know, believing in whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish. But chapter four is on auto-suggestion. So auto-suggestion is a term that I really hadn't heard much of before this book. Um, really had no idea what it was. I'm going to give you guys the definition. Maybe you're more familiar with it than me. Maybe not, but here's the definition that um, they give in the book. So auto-suggestion is a term which applies to all suggestions and self-administ- self-administered stimuli which reach one's mind through the five senses. Stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. And y'all, y'all hear the background noise. Y'all know we're downtown. It is what it is. Um, but I'm going to read it once again. Auto-suggestion is a term which applies to all suggestions and all self-administered stimuli which reach one's mind through the five senses. Stated, stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. So what exactly does that mean? Even after I continuously read it, um, I'm still kind of in a space where um, I wasn't quite sure exactly what it meant. But as we were going through the chapter, um, I noticed that it was actually something that I had been doing for a large part of my life. Um, and one of the highlights, or I should say the time that I did it, where it stood out the most to me was in high school. So um, I, I want to read this other caption before I get into exactly what I did, That um, why I said that it stood out. You know exactly what I did in high school, uh, but I want let me let me read this cash in the out, and we'll get into that. Um, it says here is a most significant fact: the subconscious mind takes any orders given in a spirit of absolute faith. All right, that's the faith that we're talking about, and acts upon these orders. Although the orders often have to be presented over and over again through repetition before they are they are interpreted through the subconscious mind. Following the preceding statement, consider the possibility of playing a perfectly legitimate trick on your subconscious mind by making it believe, because you believe it, that you must have the amount of money you are visualizing, that this money is already awaiting your claim, that the subconscious mind must hand over to you practical plans for acquiring the money which is yours. All right, so obviously that's one passage in the middle of a chapter, but what they're suggesting... um, and I'm not sure if you guys, you know, could, can take it away just from that statement. But what they're saying is our subconscious mind, this is my takeaway. 
acts almost as if, if it's a computer, uh, maybe exactly like a computer, where everything that we put into our mind, we can almost play a trick on it to where we can input certain things in our mind and expect a certain output. So if we continuously tell ourselves something as simple as, um, you know, I'm going to get an A on a test, um, or maybe you should say something like, I'm going to do outstanding in this class, whatever. Let's use the first example on a test. If you continuously tell yourself that and you have the faith, which obviously is the work that you put in to go, you know, back that up, you're going to constantly find in your mind um, it's going to present different things to you that you can do in order to put yourself in the best possible position to get that A on that test. So let me kind of give you my example and then we'll kind of back into what they're describing in auto-suggestion. So one of the things that I did in high school, um, I was very big when it came to visualization, um, seeing my goals. I'm not sure if I um, you know, read it somewhere. Um, as far as, you know, if you write down your goals physically, that you're much more likely um, to accomplish them. I used to have the stat on deck. Matter of fact, let's actually look it up because this is something that we've actually talked about on previous podcasts. Um, so for all the new listeners, um, that, that's something that's very big for us, something that's very big for us, goal setting and writing down our goals. So bear with me a second. I'm going to tell you exactly um, what your, how much your chances increase by simply writing down your goals. Chances increased by writing down goals. And you guys kind of, while, while you're waiting on me to figure this out, you guys take a stab at what you think. Um, so you got your number in your head? All right. So there was a study done, and I believe this is pretty much consistent across the board. This is the number that I always come to find. Um, 42%. You are 42% more likely to achieve your goal simply by writing it down. Think about that. You're 42% more likely to achieve a goal simply by writing it down. So if you have not written a goal down and you say it's your goal, you're lying. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to everybody else. You, you're not taking yourself seriously. All right? You don't really want to accomplish that. It just is what it is. Because if you really did, if you really wanted to accomplish something and you knew that you could do something, as simple as just writing a goal down, and you'd be 42% more likely to accomplish that goal, you tell me if you're serious about completing that goal if you have not written it down. All right? So I was big on that. So going back to my high school, I used to write a bunch of positive affirmations, goals for games, uh, just different goals in general, mostly sports-related, uh, that I wanted to accomplish. So I would write them on my wall, literally with a Sharpie, you know, I just take a, you know, one of those thick Sharpies, write them on my wall because I wanted to see them. I wanted to embrace them to the fullest extent. And then I took it up a notch where I wrote down all my senior season goals on top of my bed. Well, on the ceiling, right above my bed, I should say, uh, make sure you check with your parents first, of course, um, if you're still at home. Um, but either way, I think it's something that you can convince them to allow you to do if you explain it the right way and if you explain, you know, exactly just why you're doing it. So I wrote all my goals down above my bed for two reasons. Um, well, the first reason was I wanted to see it, my goal in the morning, just so I can be reminded 
Um, okay, boom. Set me on the right path. That's my goal that I want to accomplish. Therefore, I want to make sure that I'm doing all the activities, all the steps that I'm going to take throughout the day that align with me achieving those goals. And then I want to see it at night. That was the second reason. I want to make sure that at night, that's where the accountability comes in. Actually, it's the accountability as well as something else. The accountability and something that I've added because of this book, The Imagination. All right, so the accountability at night when I'm looking up at the ceiling at my goals, I'm holding myself accountable um, to say like, hey, did I do any and everything to get me closer to those goals? And what are some things that I could do better? Um, you know, as well as, you know, what are some things that I did well? And I want to be very honest and real with myself. And then what I've gotten from this book is the power of imagination. And that's actually the next book, or the, the next chapter, I should say. Well, it's two chapters after auto-suggestion. I've been reading ahead. Even though they say you're supposed to read one chapter a day, I've been actually listening to the audio audio book on Audible as well as reading. Just to, I, I need to double dose. Like, this book is that good. So when you talk about imagination, that's something that I added to the mix that I wasn't aware of that I was doing back then. And the imagination is what... Doc B. Shout out to Doc B, our high school um, sports psychologist. What he always used to tell us, it's seeing it before you do it. The power of envisioning something before you actually do it. Now, this book is exactly, uh, it's breaking down exactly what Doc B was doing at the time when Doc B used to, if you're not familiar with him, uh, Doc B, before games, he used to have us sit in a dark room. He used to place music and he had a script that he would read to us of exactly how the game would go and how we would overcome our opponent, overcome any challenging obstacles that we faced throughout the game and get the win. So what it does is when you talk about imagination, um, it gives you confidence because you're seeing it first. So that's the confidence to, to actually believe that you could do something. You, have, you actually have to see yourself doing it. You know what I mean? You have to envision yourself doing it and you'll be more likely all right, to do it at least. Now, what this book suggests when it comes to auto-suggestion and, you know, using your imagination um, is when you're thinking about something and using your imagination, it's going to create different ways to accomplish that particular goal. It's going to give you a plan, all right, different plans that you can carry out in real time, but it's going to provide those first through your imagination, all right, solving any problem. You have to use your imagination, right? They always talk about thinking outside the box. That's using your imagination, right? using a new way to do something. You got to see it here a lot of times before you can act it out. So that's the imagination side that I wasn't adding. At first, I was just looking at it as I want to hear this little fly. I want to hear this in the morning, see this in the morning, and then I want to actually apply it at night as well and hold myself accountable. But this book allowed me to add a couple different things to it. I said imagination. And the other thing, probably the most important thing that I should look up as well, is it had me write out my goals, um, write out exactly how I would achieve my goals, um, write out the exact date in which I would achieve my goals by, and a couple other things that I'll touch on as I read the passage for you all, just to kind of give you guys the exact instructions that they gave me. And I realized that I wasn't saying my goal. And that's one of the most important things. You know, writing it down, you're 42% more likely. 
somebody uh maybe we'll come the next time and talk about how much more likely you are to achieve it if you just ram it into your brain by saying it all right saying it we got to understand like i said our, our heads are computers our minds are computers what we tell ourselves we believe it all right what we tell ourselves I, like we believe it you guys have you ever played sports or just been around somebody who's super confident who always gets lucky you know what I mean? Like they just seem like they're so relaxed. They just know that they're going to win. And things just tend to fall in line for them. And we say like, yo, you're just lucky. You're just like, no. No. That's that's mental. That's the mental prep. Like we, we don't, we, we take for granted sometimes the power of our mind um, and only prioritize our actions. We don't understand exactly how our minds work um, to build an energy. I'm not sure, you know, what exactly it would be called, um, but to build a certain energy, um, just to build this, this, you know, we talk about the spirit of absolute faith that they mentioned, um, that you're just building through repetition. You're convincing yourself. And when they talked about in the book where they say you can, uh, play a perfectly legitimate trick on your subconscious mind by making it believe because you believe it that you must have the amount of money that you are visual that you are visualizing. Think about that. You can play a trick on your mind. You can play a trick on your mind by really convincing yourself that you already have this goal that you're looking to get. You 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 already have it. You already have it. You you have everything. Now you just got to figure out a way to kind of go and get it in reality. You know what I mean? But you already have it. If you can envision it, if you can imagine it, you got it. Now you just got to figure out a way to put it in real time. All right? You already drew out the play. Now you just got to put it in real time. So it's playing a trick on your mind um, to where new opportunities are now going to come your way. Have you guys ever right, – so this is something that happened to me. A couple times last week, maybe maybe like three or four times last week, where I woke up, I think it was on Thursday, and I hadn't spoken to a particular um, client or colleague, client, and I said, you know what, I need to reach out to them today and just follow up on something. You know, it, hadn't, it wasn't anything particularly urgent, but I said, you know what, it's an opportunity, let me follow up on it. And I made a note, I set a reminder actually in my phone to call them in the afternoon. And I said, you know, I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm not lying. In my brain, I was sitting there thinking, um, in my thoughts, I said, you know what? Let me try to call them early afternoon because if I don't, I have a feeling that they'll reach out to me. And then I played the entire situation out in my head where I said, you know what? They're going to reach out to me. And what's funny is I'm going to then respond with, Yo, you're not going to believe it. I was just thinking about you. Um, I was just about to reach out to you. You know, normally when that happens, you're like, man, that's, that's bull. Like, stop playing. I'm telling y'all it happened. Within an hour, that person reached out to me. Then it happened on Friday where I said, you know what? Let me reach out um, to somebody that I work with down in, in Florida. And I said, haven't, just sp haven't spoken to them. I said, let me just reach out, you know, see how they're doing. Maybe we can get together, you know, next week for lunch or something when I'm down in Florida. I'm telling y'all, like clockwork, literally got a text. I'm going to read the text because y'all aren't going to believe me, man. I literally got the text. 
And it said, hold on. Hot. He said, hey, you just crossed my mind. Hope all is well. So I wrote, oh, my God, energy is real. I was just talking about you to a colleague, which I was. She's probably looking at it like, man, he wasn't just talking about me. He wasn't just thinking about me. But in reality, I'm telling you, it's, it's just the power of energy. And a lot of times we take for granted the energy aspect of things, the spiritual aspect of things. Um, energy is real. Energy is real. I'm sure you all have been there to where you're thinking about somebody um, so much and then they just happen to randomly call you. I, I put the quotes, the fake quotes, the air quotes around the random because it's not random. You know, it's like that's we're putting that energy out into the universe. So when we put that energy out into the universe, if we see that it does something, imagine putting that energy back into us, into our mindset. And what's it going to do? What path it's going to take us on? What things it's going to now shift our alignment with? What things it's going to prepare us to now receive? So we have to be prepared for that as well. So, all right, let me uh, let me go to to one of the things that it recommended why I said that, you know, this was something that I was doing in high school and I'm going to try to read through this fast. Um, but yeah, we'll get through it. Just, just, just bear with me. I'm telling you it's worth it. So these are the summary of instructions. The instructions given in connection with the six steps in the second chapter will now be summarized and blended with the principles covered by this chapter as follows. First, Go into some quiet spot, preferably in bed at night, where you will not be disturbed or interrupted. Close your eyes and repeat aloud so you may hear your own words. The written statement of the amount of money you intend to accumulate, the time limit for its accumulation, and the description of the service or merchandise you intend to give in return for the money. As you carry out these instructions, see yourself already in possession of the money. For example... Suppose that you intend to accumulate $50,000 by the 1st of January, five years hence, that you intend to give personal services in return for the money in the capacity of a salesman. Your written statement of your purpose should be similar to the following. By the first day of January 19, this book was written a while ago, <laughs> I will have in my possession $50,000, which will come to me in various amounts from time to time during the interim. In return for this money, I will give the most efficient service of which I am capable, rendering the fullest possible quantity and the best possible quality of service in the capacity of a salesman of, describe the service or merchandise you intend to sell. Um, I believe that I will have this money in my possession. My faith is so strong that I can now see this money before my eyes. I can touch it with my hands. It is now awaiting transfer for me at the time. And the proportion that I deliver the service, I intend to render in return for it. I am awaiting a plan by which to accumulate this money, and I will follow that plan when it is received. All right, so you put it out there, and now you're awaiting the plan. But when the plan comes, you got to act on it. So maybe I just went. Second, repeat this program night and morning until you see in your imagination the money you intend to accumulate. It has to be real. You have to see it. You got to feel it. You got to smell it. All right, you got to feel the joy of what you're going to do, all the great things that you're going to do for your loved ones when you receive it. All these things, like this is this is what's powerful. Third, place a written copy of your statement where you can see it night and morning and read it just before retiring and upon arising until it has been memorized. 
Remember, as you carry out these instructions, that you are applying the principle of auto-suggestion for the purpose of giving orders to your subconscious mind. You're giving orders to your subconscious mind. So without going into um, too much, you know, without going into too much of a tangent, think about everything that we're putting in our subconscious mind, whether that's music whether that's movies, whether that's TV shows, whether that's different interactions with individuals, positive or negative. Because remember, this is going to work both ways. It's not just going to be, you know, oh, this only works for the positive stuff. This is for the negative stuff that we put in our minds as well. It just is what it is. We are programming our subconscious mind. Remember this. La remember as you carry out these instructions that you are applying the principle of auto-suggestion for the purpose of giving orders to your subconscious mind. All right. So there's a lot of different things here, um, but I just wanted to, you know, that was something that really um, stood out for me because, you know, we always hear about writing stuff down. We always hear about, you know, the power of believing in something. However, for successful individuals, um, this book was written almost a hundred years ago, if not a hundred years ago. Um, and all of these rules apply now. All of these rules apply now. All right. We're the same creatures. All right. So we have to ask ourselves, you know, how bad do we want to accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish? And don't be turned off by them just focusing on imagining the money, you know, focusing on money. The book's called Think and Grow Rich. All right. So you can apply it to anything that you want in life. You can apply it to anything, uh, but the main takeaway is that we have to 100% believe in something, believe in it wholeheartedly for us to expect those opportunities and those plans to come our way so that we can act on them, all right? And the best way for us to believe in it is like anything else. You know, you listen to a song a hundred times, you're going to remember the words, then when that song comes on, you kind of just, you already just know it. It's in your subconscious. That's what we need to do when it comes to our goals. That's what it needs to do um, with everything it is that we're looking to accomplish. Because this subconscious mind, it's going to unlock a lot of doors in the conscious life. Um, in, in, in reality, it's going to unlock a lot of those doors. And I know that it may be, it may sound like one of those things that it's just, you know, too good to be true or certain things like that. Um, maybe you only think that when it comes to positive things. Maybe you only think about that when it comes to positive things. So maybe a good thing for us to do is to reflect on some of the things in which we were discouraging ourselves, in which we said, oh, I'm going to fail at this. I'm going to get a bad grade on this. This isn't going to work out. I don't have a good feeling about this. He or she's going to break out with me. Things are going to go bad. This is just going to be a bad day. Putting out that energy. What happened? Think about some of the negative times that you've had. The struggles, challenges, bad days. What was your mindset like? What did you wake up feeling like? You know, so maybe if you look at it that way, it'll give you I'm a little bit more belief, a little bit more, quote unquote, faith um, in doing this. But uh, we are what we repeatedly do. Um, and 
that starts with the mind before it ever turns into actions, um, at least to give us the best possible opportunity to be successful, it will. So maybe a good thing for us all to do something very simple, write down your goals. You don't have to do it exactly how you know they advised, but maybe you should. Why not? Right. Give it a shot. Write it down. Uh, make it suitable for your goals and what you're looking to accomplish and repeat it in the morning, at night, until you get to memorizing it. And then once you memorize it, it's in your subconscious. And then we could take it a step further, which I'll give you all the next um, thing that they recommended as far as, you know, more of a meditation. Um, but just just believe in it. Trick your mind. Figure out a way to trick your mind. We've all played tricks on people to the point where, you know, they can believe us even if we're lying or just, you know, BSing and whatnot. Play a trick on our mind. Play a trick on our mind. All right. We've all done it before. We've all done it before. So at the end of the day, we're just looking to keep elevating, you know, look for different keys to success. Um, and and this is one that, you know, we, we always talk about working hard, you know, grinding and all these other things. This is something that's simple. It's going to take 30 seconds out of your day. You know, 30 seconds out of your day in the morning, 30 seconds out of your day at night. If accomplishing our goals isn't worth just trying that, then I don't know how bad we really want our goals. So hopefully I didn't uh, throw y'all off from the book, uh, but hopefully you kind of could understand you know, what I was trying to portray um, from the book and just summarize and hopefully you can get some gems from it. I recommend that everybody picks it up. If you do pick it up, hit me up. Let's 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 converse over the books. Like a couple different people. Um, my big bro Jim Dory, he's reading it. Shoot, I recommend it to a lot of people. It was given to me through energy. Just different people, literally in the same week, telling me you gotta go read this book. You gotta go read this book. Uh, so whatever you decide to do, you know, good luck with it. But uh. We're going to continue to elevate on this side. So strength and honor, onward and upward. I'll let y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. And as always, get to it. Get to that bag with integrity, of course. All right? Over and out. Ew.